Welcome to the Transform Sales Podcast, where forward-thinking business leaders come to share their experiences and ideas, learn from each other, and amplify their results together. Hey guys, Amir Ryder here with the Transform Sales Podcast. I got my guest, CEO, Andres Verga with WeProspect. Did I pronounce it correctly or, or did I put the last name? I've been to yes. Latin America long enough. Uh, uh, Andres Vergara. <laughs> Vergara. Vergara. I need to practice Spanish, man. Yeah, yeah, Appreciate exactly. you being on the show. How's everything, go- how's everything going? Oh, good. Oh, good. Thanks. Uh, well, so, sorry for for my English, but I will do my my best effort. Your English is, perf- your English is perfect, man. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for you that. Can, you can outsell fluent English speakers, so that's the that's perfect. the flex. It's not. It's not. It's not. You know. Um, but it's it, it's great having you on the show for, for those uh, who are the first time first time listeners. Um, you know, we like to talk to CEOs of sales agencies and kind of just poke around, and see see what mistakes buyers have made. When hiring, when working with, um, and those mistakes can turn into a lot of lost potential revenue and pipeline. So our, our plan here is that for anybody listening, if it's your first time ever researching the concept of outsourced sales or hiring an internal team or doing both, or you've done it before and it failed, uh, the idea here is just to be transparent and listen to, to real life stories that Andres will share with you. Uh, but before we get into that, Andres, for those listening, um, who are you and how did you get into the business? Yeah, well, um, well, I'm Andres. Hi, how are you? Um, well, uh, we got in the in the in the sales business practically like uh, building this prospecting as a service company. Uh, mainly, we prospect is a is a spin-off of uh, a Chilean company called Publimail that's been around uh, the last forty years in the Chilean market. And uh, it was one of the first uh, direct marketing companies uh, in in Chile. And mm-hmm. um, and for well, those listening who who aren't familiar with direct marketing, what what is that? What is direct marketing? It's uh, like uh, well, uh, marketing like personalized marketing for B two C or B two B customers. And uh, well, uh, before the digital era, right? Uh, you got the sending letters with personalized uh, names or surnames and to, to the like addresses. So digital email, physical email. Physical. Exactly, exactly. And all the the telephone calling, the telemarketing, etc., was was uh, like the main tools for direct marketing campaigns. So so that yeah. that was it. And uh, well, in 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 this company, like. Uh, for the last, uh, I don't know, 20 years, we used to do uh, direct marketing campaigns. Uh, there were lots of companies that asked to asked us to uh, make the telemarketing campaigns for uh, making prospection and uh, to make appointment setting for their uh, businesses, etc. And uh, three years ago, four years ago, when we started We Prospect, it was mainly like looking at the market and seeing how the B2B market uh, was getting every time a little bit more sophisticated. And the B2B buyer was also expecting a little bit more of uh, the person that was behind the, the, the prospecting strategy, right? So, mm-hmm. so we said like, no more telemarketing. Uh, we need to, to sophisticate this. And uh, we built, uh, we prospect with a with a more consultative uh, approach. 
so we could reach these uh, B2B buyers in a more sophisticated way as well. And that's uh, not only by telephone, but also using like digital channels uh, that are available today as uh, email marketing, like LinkedIn, also with a telephone, right? But uh, as a tactical tool, not as the main tool for prospection. And that's our that's our point of view on the on the prospecting system, uh, mainly because uh, you have to 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 build a conversation around with the with the prospect, and uh, get to feel and, uh, and and understand their needs, so you can uh, get a better approach with them. So, so for those listening, you, you were you were working with a, a direct marketing company that was based in Chile, in Latin America, um, been in the business for a long time, using more of the traditional methods. You, you then supported those traditional methods with more inbound HubSpot style B2B sales tactics, and they were so successful supporting that 40-year-old business model that you separated those newer tactics, made a productized service out of it, made we prospect and now are, are offering global companies. Exactly. The same, um, yeah. same success formula that you, you, that you, that you got down packed. Um, and, and then specifically for those listening, uh, you know, Andres operates all of these, these top notch um, practices in, in Latin America, globally as well, but also in Latin America, which, um, you know, tends to be, a little bit far, a little bit further behind when it comes to the the adoption of new strategies, which is also why one of the reasons why it probably works really well, right? Yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Um, it 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 until it, it, everybody's doing it, right? I think in Latin America, it's a big thing of outbound won't work. You know, you can't, but it does, right? It's the yeah. same way that the same way that uh, Rappi basically just copied Uber Eats and made a billion dollar company. Whatever works in America is going to work in yeah. Latin America, right? And whoever, <laughs> exactly. whoever says whoever says differently is just lying to yes. themselves and look at history, right? So yes, yes, but, boy, but, but, you're, you're, but I, I, I think like I, I think here in Latin America, uh, like we are a little bit like five years behind what is happening yeah. in the in the U.S. markets, Canada, and Europe. Uh, mainly yeah. in the most uh, like uh, advanced countries as. Uh, Chile, Colombia, Mexico, right? It's like having a time machine and it's awesome, right? Because it's like predicting the stock market and people don't realize that, but I do. And I think it's great because yeah. it's like you could be, you know, it's great to be a leader and an innovator in, in the top Western markets, right? And if you've got a world changing idea, people do it, right? But if you yeah. don't, you literally have a time machine and you could see what works and what doesn't and execute it in Latin America five, 10 years later. And it's, going to work because it's history repeats itself right over and over and over again right the next big phase in, in latin america because it works really well in other regions is going to be uh fintech transformation right and that's why you got nikki and all these other companies because they're copying the plays that venmo and and, and all these other companies yeah, did exactly. and um it's already proved out but that's awesome so so for anybody listening to this is latin america guys like it, especially if you're a latin american technology company you probably are running a play that you saw in America. So if you say outbound doesn't work, but your company is basically mirroring something that worked in the States, well, then you are not following your philosophy, right? Exactly. Um, because yes. the same things that grew those companies, right, is the business development, sales development playbook, right, that Andres executes. But uh, that's a good story because for me, 
I find comfort in that. I find a lot of comfort in knowing that um, a leader fixed the problem, did it really well, and packaged it, right? Because that's kind of who you want to buy from, right? Like, it's like basically the same thing where like uh, Mike Tyson was a uh, um, one of the best boxers and now he's a, a boxing trainer. Now it's bad example because he might not be a trainer, but like he's got the backing and he, he's done it before, right? So like, yeah. like you know and, what he's uh, packaging up, right? Yeah, and uh, another thing here, like, uh, like uh, something that happens in Latin America that in general markets are uh, quite small like uh, comparing it to the US, like the US, it's a really, really huge market where there's like participation or space for everyone, right? And what happens here is that when you build a business in, in Chile, for example, that it's uh, 18, 20 million uh, people uh, country, right? Uh, you have to build your business around the idea that you have to reach all the region, all Latin America. Mm -hmm. uh, just going like that, you're gonna you're gonna get a, a market with the the size of the U.S. market or the European countries, etc. So so that's something in particular that happens here, and that makes it a little bit more difficult to 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 have success. That's why our approach at We Prospect is with a like. A, looking the region, uh, like the, the more sophisticated countries in the region, so we can work with them as well in... in How in would you list that in sophistication if you had the top three? What are the top three most, um, I would say, leading Latin American countries in digital transformation and early adoption? Yeah, Chile, by far. Uh, I would say also Colombia and Mexico, and uh, obviously, well, Argentina is it's uh, it's really strong well, on that, but the race gets tight. Yeah, yeah, Argentina. Argentina has uh, like it's a very strong country, a very competitive country, but they have a little bit in the political situation. It's a little bit more complex. They got a so, wildfire inflation. Yeah, exactly, and yeah. also well, yeah. Brazil. That Brazil is a market itself, right? Uh, another uh, another language. Uh, they're a huge population. They wanted to be different, huh? Let's yeah. be Portuguese and yeah. Latin America. Yeah, yeah exactly. But it's a, it's a very so, nice country. I love it. So. so, so for those listening, tell me about the mistakes that buyers make when they approach you mm. in the buying process. Um, and then let's talk about that. And then and then the mistake they make when working with you. And we'll talk about that. And then kind of help the, the, the right buyer find you. What, what do you see as a repeating pattern from people that are booking times with you, that are meeting with you, where they're making a mistake in the sense that like their perception, their style, what they're trying to do hurts the results. Not, not obviously a mistake that doesn't serve their interest. You want to focus on mistakes that serve their interest, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think like the main mistake there is uh, thinking that the outbound sales process is the same as the inbound sales process. And uh, I would say that's the main problem. Um, when, when you start like uh, looking into every inbound process and out outbound process, uh, you see that there's uh, like huge differences. Uh, it's, uh, it's totally different, like the processes, like the, the interest that the buyer, uh, so, the prospect. So, so let's pause though, so let's pause, right? So like revenue is the same, right? 
Yeah. A closed deal is the same, but it's like if people want to visualize this, you could picture the 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 Amazon River, right? It empties into a delta, right, in the ocean, right? That ocean is the bank, right? But before it gets into the part where it goes to the ocean, there's different streams that merge, right? And there's the exactly. inbound, the outbound stream, and the way they meander is a little bit different, right? So people understand the the outcome, right? The revenue, they understand the customer but they, they don't take the time to understand that a buyer that has need, that searches his need, I need a new kidney stone, might be able to go get a, a kidney. I, I might go try to get a kidney right away where educating them that, hey, you know, you want to be, you know, when you need a kidney, it takes two years. You might want to start now, right? It's a different process, different timing, different messaging, different attitude, different energy, right? Where yeah. somebody who's booking time with you inbound, you might be able to ask questions. Well, when are you ready to go? Who's on this project? What's the budget? Because they're asking you, right? But if yeah. you're asking someone for a meeting, you might say, what kind of impacts will this do to your business? How will this affect your downstream? And then flow into it versus asking the same questions. The guy's like, what do you talk, what, what, what do you, what do you mean? Like, what is my budget? What is my, you called me and you asked me for a meeting, <laughs> yeah. right? Yeah. So it's like, it's a very little difference, right? It's a minute difference. It's not, it's not so different. It's just realizing you know, who's trying to get into your party and who you, who, who's um, you invited to get to your party, right? Like, like someone's trying to get into your party, who you're with, who told you, great, right? If you invited someone to a party and they came down to your party and you locked them outside, they're going to be they're insulted versus thank you for coming. I know, you're t I know you traveled far, right? A little difference, right? Yeah. Um, what's, it, what's your plan and, and how, do you, how do you hope to educate people on the difference between inbound and outbound when we live in a world where people take a camp, right? It's like, it's like left, right, Republican, this, that, and they almost don't want to hear the other side, right? Yeah. Like, how do we get them to understand that it's, it's all one thing and, 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 and how are you, what are you doing to help the buyer? Well, the, the, yeah, the, the, these are complementary processes or when, when marketing and sales get together, right? Uh, like it's 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 uh, well. Let's go through the inbound channel. Let's go through the outbound sales process, etc. And and everything needs like uh, their dedicated teams or dedicated people, etc. So so what we're doing is that we're working like uh, very strong on the like content creation uh, to yeah. edu to educate like the B two B market that the outbound sales processes are not the same as the inbound sales processes. How we see the outbound sales process is basically you go and try to, uh, to, to pick some time with someone that is not looking for you or someone that doesn't really know that has the need. They don't, they don't for... know why you could help them, right? Yeah, yeah they don't the know. The goal so, so... of helping someone, everybody wants. Yeah. But there's always going to be a guardedness to, can you help me? Exactly. Exactly. So all the all the other processes that you have to do, like uh, behind uh, initiating some uh, like uh, outbound sales um, activities, it's much deeper than in outbound sales because you have to get your you you have to know the needs of the decision maker. You have to know the needs of the different industries that you're approaching. Uh, you have to 
uh, see what are the channels that they are using because uh, there are lots of companies that only use telephone and they have SDRs making 200 calls per day. But is it really efficient? Is it really effective? Uh, are, are you being a pain in the ass for like the B2B buyer or not? And uh, mainly if, if, if you're approaching someone that is not looking for you, you have to be like really intelligent on the approach. Uh, you have to build a playbook with uh, different steps and with different channels. Uh, so, so you don't, uh, uh, so, so, so you get like uh, in a, in a, more soft way or I don't know how to say no, it makes sense to me right? English, I, go back but... to the, I go back to the analogy of the river because I think it's the best example right where you have inbound it might be a little bit more clean in the sense that it's like Google SEO paid ads and bigger bigger attributes mean to the river right and then we're outbound uh, outbound there's just a lot more involved a lot more smaller rivers coming together it's the content and the awareness it's the recommendations to the yeah. crowd it's the social proof it's the right call at the right time, the right email at the right time. So the, the outcome can still be the same, but it just, it might filter in a little different, right? Where yeah. three big sources here, it might be 15 little sources there. But if you take the time and the patience to really understand it, it makes logical sense, right? And yeah. a lot of people, a lot of people fail actually to put themselves into first person's uh, positions to say, as a buyer, how am I buying, right? How do I act when I know I got a problem? How do I act when I see something that, that showed me I have a problem, right? Yeah. And if they think about it, they might be like, well, I saw the brand somewhere. Somebody liked my LinkedIn profile. I got an email. I got a call. I got an ebook I liked, right? And, and then they could say, oh, that, that's outbound. Oh, I, I actually receive outbound and I actually get it, right? Um, that makes a lot of sense and that's super helpful. Like going, Talk, go, uh, going in, in your example of the river, like uh, I, I, I like, like the river uh, example. You're gonna, are you going to use the river example? Yeah, we I'm make going a to river use, diagram. Yeah, I'm going to okay. use the river example because I, I'm I'm a fisherman. I like to to do like practice. I got you happy. Fly. Yeah, yeah. I like to practice fly fishing, uh, and 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 the inbound would be like I don't know, like throwing the fly in the river, right? And you, it's like the, the bear. Amazon. It's like the bear that yeah. catches the salmon. The salmon yeah, just jumps yeah. in the mouth. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly the same. But when you want to get the big fish, like the real opportunity, Shake the water a little you, bit. A little yeah, vibrations. You, have, you have to search for it. And you, have, yeah. you, you can be an entire day in the river uh, getting to, uh, trying to get that big fish. And that big yeah, fish is shake, really... You shake the right tree upstream. It drops those leaves, uh, right? The fish exactly. Activate, bring it to the surface. Exactly. You know, exactly. Throw, some, throw some flies in, some worms. And and that big Content. fish, yeah, and that big fish is the trophy. It's like the yeah. it's like the sales qualified lead in this case. Like the eighty five thousand user seven ninety nine a month per user deal that's going to give you thirty million dollars of valuation. That's the big fish. Yeah, in the fast uh, <laughs> That's the big fish, right? Exactly. And the they're same. out there. Yeah, they're out there. I think they're I think they're actually easier to target in Latin America now than in America. So I think it's a big opportunity. Yeah, of course. Tell me about tell me tell me about your best customer now. I know for facts that you can help a lot of people in a lot of places, but that's not what we're here to talk about. We are here to talk about the best, the guys that come to you and you're like, you want a big fish? Here's my trophy wall of big fishes I get. I'll get another big fish for you and bigger. Software or service, you got to pick one. Which are they? Yeah, um, I would say service. 
in in our case specifically, we we've been working with softwares as well. It's all but, your case. I'm asking you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, services. It's tough to pick one. Yeah, service, service. Yeah, it's a little especially, tough to pick one, right? Yeah, especially especially complex services with a uh, with a target market that it's quite uh, small. Uh, and where the buyer or, or my, my, my client knows the complexity of the prospection process. And uh, that's where we feel like uh, that we are really adding value to their sales process. Yeah. It makes sense because you said it, Latin America is small, you know the process, you know, so like, it's like, so now you have like, you know the regions, you know the small groups of people, right? You've had the messaging, you know what works. So it's your advantage, like, and I and I and I get it, and it makes sense. Exactly. Um, and then they, they and they probably have a high average contract value, or when they get the customer, it's a bigger amount. They keep them for a long time, right? Um, it's interesting you said services, but I think I understand why. I think software is a little bit newer to Latin America, the enterprise, right? So I think I think. Um, you know, I think that's going to be next, right? I think I think that's going to be a big thing. Um, yeah, and, and, not newer, and, but newer <clears throat> to like. Newer yeah. to have this crazy adoption curve, right? Yeah, and and what happens here, like uh, like in the at least in in, in Chile and uh, I don't know Colombia, Mexico, that softwares are built for like a massive volume, um, and you get to sell like uh, different types of licenses that are quite cheap. So, uh, like it it results a little bit more effective or cheap to go and no i got it yeah they're not ready they're not ready they don't it's conversion rates money whatever it is it's not they're not just big deals they're like little deals that need much service they need they need a lot of help right for like a a five thousand dollar deal in latin america you could be as much service that a million dollar deal in america takes it's just a matter of the adoption curve catching up yeah Um, exactly startup Series B, publicly traded, global conglomerate controlled by the government. <laughs> it's a lot of work to do. <laughs> what type of business uh, is the best? Glo- uh, what, what, what we like is uh, like global companies. Uh, global, global companies. Ones. Yeah, global companies. Uh, like we, we, we've had uh, very good experiences with, uh, with those type of companies in general. Uh, they have a good experience. He doesn't, he, doesn't, he doesn't mean like a good day hanging out. I mean, if you make money for those companies, yeah. like in this business, to have a good experience, you're making money for your client. Like you can call exactly. it out because if you're not making money for your client, you're not having a good experience, right? Yeah, um, it's 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 been a it's been a good experience for us and for them. Uh, yeah. We get to have a good experience because, uh, like, we work with a more mature uh, buyer or a more mature yeah. client in terms of uh, what they are expecting of us. Uh-huh. Uh, and also we have like the, the, the time for, for making good research and making a good process that, that sets uh, more, appointment for, more appointments for them. And uh, not, not talking about the quantity of the, of the appointments that we generate, but about the quality. And that's our main point. Like if, if, I, had, if I had to say what's the main value of we prospect and what's our approach to prospecting, it's like the assertiveness. It's like going to the target and not having lots of meetings, but few with a very good quality. And that's... Uh, I love that. Uh, and that's what people want. Yeah, that's what people want. A, they want quality. But, yeah. But, but sometimes, uh, and, and asking for the, like, the mistakes our buyers make sometimes, 
is that they come and they... Uh, it's like, I, I think, uh, I heard that your last podcast, uh, this guy Kevin from uh, Lidium, yeah. was, talking, was talking about the same. He was talking like, hey, a client approach, approaches me and uh, he tells me like, I want 30 meetings per month. And we ask like, why do you based want... Based out of what? Yeah, based yeah. out of what? Like, uh, why? And, and that's the main question. It's like, it's like, what would you want? A, an hour and a half massage that's not a good massage or like a 15-minute <laughs> powerful yeah. massage that really fixes exactly. you up, right? That's it, yeah. Awesome. Well, look, Andres, all of this is super helpful. I'm like, for me, I consider you a pioneer because I, I, I believe that um, of the agencies in our marketplace and globally that, that LATAM is, um, you know, one of the places that, as you mentioned, is five, ten years below behind. So you're you're one of the 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 OGs, the original gangsters in the business, and I think you are uh, going to set the bar and, and set the pace for a lot of other agencies that will you know look at your content and look up to you uh, and the way that you support uh, your region in in growing, uh, because obviously a lot of these services and technologies that you hire, you are pushing faster, cheaper, more efficient innovations, which just trickles down to the communities and the people that serve them, right? Um, that's our, that, that's our, main, our main objective, so. Uh, you know what yeah. it says on my, one, of my, one of my Instagrams, my, my sales transformation, where I help sales freelancers in Latin America, Privacy Global, it says, I have a new mission. My, my mission has changed, it's always changing. And I think it's aligned with your mission. That's why I'm showing it to you. Hold on. It says, on a mission to generate $10 billion of wealth. I don't remember it. For, for <laughs> the expansion of underrepresented job seekers, yeah. right, in Latin America. They're uh, quite, quite aligned so in, in, in that objective. So. Well, that's also part of, like, the new world we live in. It's called, um, there was a good book that's written by an awesome dude called the... Uh, something state the interstate the interstate something state hold on it's going to be the uh the internet state. let's see what it was book uh network state network state network state so there's a book called the network state i think let me see if i got it the right way book. yeah the network state the network state is an awesome book talking about how like we're going to build new communities, right? Where it's like yeah. in the internet, where like now we as a community have hundreds of outsourced sales providers, you know, thousands of sales agent, uh, freelancers that will eventually work for the sales agencies, right? And we're creating community, right? That just brings innovation and can and can uh, help each other right away. Where like even on the you know, you who are contributing to the community, contributing to the marketplace, contributing to the content, you could also listen to a colleague of yours in the podcast like Kevin and align ideas and realize like, hey, you're Chilean, you were born in Las Vegas, but actually we're seeing the same things, right? And it's going to innovate fast um, and, and it's awesome because I think communities are going to be the future and that's, and that's why I, I feel very lucky to um, be part of, of um, the outsourced sales community and bring everybody together because for me, it's exciting um, learning and seeing all of you guys who are out getting out there and, and, and educating the market. So for me, it's motivating to bring it all together because I think the faster we do this, the more the innovation happens quicker. The more uh, the, the, more the merrier. Yeah, and then we can get back to version three <clears throat> of the world, yeah. which is the, uh, the back to hunters and gatherers where we start traveling around and exploring stuff, right? And, yeah. and, and having more fun with our lives. 
I like to, uh, my, my, my last thing, uh, like uh, regarding what you were saying right now, is like, I like to see it as a, as a, we are making a shift on the, on the, on the paradigm, on the paradigm of sales. You got it. That, that's how you say it in English. It's a it para, is. Para, paradigma in Spanish, but we're making a shift on that. And we're trying yeah. to, to look, uh, we're trying to, for people to see the sales process as a process of adding value to the customer and not as pushiness like uh, like the the cartoon of the of the salesman with the with the back like knocking doors you know that no one wants to receive I, them. I do I do know I do know because the net effect is innovation and it's like an industrial yeah. revolution right like like the industrial revolution that started in the UK Europe right like now they're not doing so good right. Like I think the next thing is a digital revolution that will will set people free, um, and 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 it's just borderless, and it's just it's just an awesome thing to see. It's amazing that I, I can get on a plane today and fly to see you in Chile, right? Like they let me in, you know, I don't know the passport stuff. Um, and it's just like we live in just such a different world, and I think it's going to be different separations, um, and and it's going to be nice to see what this revolution does to people. I think it's going to continue to improve people's lives. Yeah. Um, in, in a positive way, right? Um, for exactly. those who, those who want to find you, want to connect with you, want to talk to you directly, you know, of course, if they want to come to the marketplace, they can, but maybe they don't. Maybe they want to talk directly to you and, and tell me, tell them how they could find you, where they can connect with you. We-prospect.com. Uh, we have a website in Spanish and English as well for uh, US-based companies that want to make prospecting in, in, in Latin America and want uh, like a, a specialized partner here. And also in LinkedIn, uh, we dash prospect, uh, and you can see like all the contents that we are adding each week um, in Spanish, but you can translate it. So, no, uh, Andres, you're the man. Uh, I, I, uh, this is not going to be the last time we speak. I know you're going to be presenting probably in our conference called Outbound. I want hopefully, you to make hopefully. No, no, you are. You're going to uh, present and you're going to talk about uh, high ticket service companies expanding and supporting direct marketing in LATAM, because that's your expertise, right? Yeah, yeah. That's your expertise. Because you exactly. know that these companies are doing direct marketing. Yeah. So we got the winning formula. We're going to help them. Um, appreciate you being on the Transform Sales Podcast. And I appreciate everybody for listening. And I hope this is yeah, helpful. Thank, thank you for the invite. Back. Dude, anytime, man. Um, and I'll let you go, man. Have a good day. Take care. Okay. Good day. Take care. Bye-bye.